Meh. 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 Schnarr. <laughs> okay. So, is this still working? Okay. It's good background noise. Mm-hmm. Background radiation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Three second roll. Five second roll. Ah, oh. It goes down to two <laughs> seconds when you have cats in the house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So are we recording yeah, here? Recording. Okay. All right. You can just go right. ahead. Welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with your host, Serena Gorman. Nina Boyd. Mark Boyd. Yeah. He's <laughs> currently eating Christmas chocolate right now. So this is our last podcast of 2013, and we've got lots of fun articles uh, to share today. Yep. So. The funnest one is... Hella late at night, too. That's right. Yeah. So it'll get pretty zany, I'm sure. The funnest article we have is the one about how nothing we do matters because it's all an illusion. Uh, there, there's one at the end that could be even narcissists. funner. We believe in nothing. <laughs> it must be exhausting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or really easy. <laughs> <laughs> so... We're also going to talk about telescopes that can um, see farther and how you can print eye cells and growing hands on your feet. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to introduce the first one? Sure. So the first one I mentioned is the best one to start with because that makes you realize none of the other ones matter at all. Our mm-hmm. universe is a hologram and we're floating inside of it. And that's suggested by new research. So this idea has been around for a while, I guess, but now it's starting to get proved a lot more. Um, I guess basically the theory is that there's a two dimension below our dimension, right? Um, no. Okay, so basically <laughs> Reno's gonna describe it because I just forgot what it means. Um, all right, so there's a theory like with string theory that there's multiple dimensions in the universe, not just the three dimensions and then plus the dimension of time, but there's multiple dimensions and that it's kind of like our, our perception of that the world is just three dimensions and then there's time is kind of like a hologram. The way like a hologram is like a three dimensional object, but it's actually just two dimensions. Yeah. Superimposed on superimposed. So, um, the, the analogy I really liked was that um, the Egyptians back in the day had proven with equations that the sun wrote or could predict the sun's orbit um, as if the earth was the center of the solar system, as if the sun was rotating around the earth, um, which obviously isn't so. And it took lots of complicated equations to make these accurate predictions that the sun rotates around the earth but it's way more simple equations when you put the sun at the center and have the earth orbiting around the sun and so they um have what they did was most recently was with uh, black holes they used um two different sets of equations to um explain or to measure observe um, black holes entropy and stuff about the event horizon and it's uh, Hawking radiation and the simpler um, set of equations where there is no gravity mm-hmm. um, matched perfectly with what we observe so it's evidence therefore that it could be just like a like a simpler um, 
reality behind this complex multidimensional reality or vice versa or something. So, 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 but basically I was right. Basically. Like basically right. there's something simple underneath. Yes. Us. Yes. Or is there? Well, it could be. Yeah. But how would we know? Would we ever be able to realize that or notice mm-hmm. it? Like we could prove it mathematically, but would we ever be able to see? Right. I mean, this all could know. be a dream. Yeah. But if we never within wake up. Yeah. Within another dream. That's right. Inception. Yeah. Yeah. But if we never wake up from the dream, <laughs> how would we know? Maybe we are awake. Maybe we've math. never been to sleep. That's how we'd know. Because math. math. Yeah. Because math. Math saves your life. You are the one, Neo. <laughs> <laughs> So no, but I'm being serious though. Like, yeah. what if all of these math equations are just like another mistake? You know, like maybe it's too simple. Then what? Because <laughs> the Egyptians obviously thought they were right. Free your mind. Yeah, he's yeah. Just, yeah. He's got to take the red pill. I guess. Just take the red. I don't pill. know if I can handle. It. I think I might go back in the you world and sell it all my friends and, you know, get a go nice down car. that rabbit hole. Yeah. It's interesting. It's crazy. It is. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Obviously, I couldn't explain it correctly, and I'm still trying to think. Maybe I'm thinking too much. Just need yeah. to make it simple. Yeah, just need to dumb it down. That's right. It's a hologram. <laughs> it's, th- it's like the Matrix. <laughs> it is the Matrix. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> the answer to everything. Forget 42. It's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We're doomed. Okay. So there's this Kickstarter project. Um, this is a low-cost uh, brainwave-controlled experimentation for everyone. Um Basically, it's um, it's a, a brain to computer interface. So it measures um, your um, your electronic your it's like an EEG. And it measures your brain waves, and then it can use that and to help you turn lights on, or robots, or optocopters, or your exoskeleton. What? Now wait. Why would you want to control your exoskeleton? Couldn't why you? Why wouldn't couldn't you? Couldn't you do that with the way your brain is already designed? No, like exoskeleton, like one of those, like uh, oh, okay. Oh yeah. You don't have an exoskeleton. <laughs> All right. You don't have an exoskeleton, Nina. <laughs> Look, tonight is not the night for thinking. Okay, I just spent like six hours in front of a computer. Okay, screen. so you know, like in the Matrix, like is it two or three where they had like those gigantic like mecha robots? I didn't watch robots. those because they sucked. What? Well, how do you know they sucked if you never watched them? <laughs> well, maybe I did. I never woke up. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I know. Like, no. Or I like, like the like the article we did a while ago, really, but like the robotic arm that you could like wear that mm-hmm. help you lift an extra forty pounds or whatever. Yes. So imagine you could just control that with your mind. You just Whoa. think about it, and your arm would move. But it still doesn't make sense because if you're wearing it, mm-hmm. you know, you could still move your own arm within it, and well, then it yeah. would move. Like what? Okay. But what if you could maybe control someone else's That makes more skeleton? sense. That's that, what I would do. I'm sure the army could use this. I'm sh- yeah. Well, yeah. it's obviously legit now. Mm-hmm. So, well, basically this thing, I don't know. It allows you to control appliances too, right? Yeah. If they're hooked up to it. Like, yeah. What, like a fridge and a microwave or something? Yeah. You could just think like, I want to popcorn. nuke some popcorn for three minutes and bang. I don't want to get up. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to put the popcorn in. I yeah, mean, the microwave doesn't just produce popcorn, so you still have to get well, it. Well, maybe one well, day it will. Can't you be like Xbox popcorn? Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you meant. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I, I got it now. Whenever Nina walks in the room, it says "Hi, Nina." Yeah, because mm. I what? put it. Yeah, yeah. we put um, an account of me on there too, so it recognizes me. And one when time, you walk by, it's just like, "Oh, hey, Nina." Yeah, one time. Yeah, 
That's kind of scary. That's I know. Cool. The camera is like always on, which is freaky. Oh, it's but only, I'm sure the military only if that the too, Xbox so. is on. If it Xbox is off, the camera. Yeah, is but not the working. Xbox might as well always be on in this house, so it's fine. No, I turn it off when I'm done. Yeah, but oh. the NSA can turn it on whenever they want. That's right. I don't care. You see me like <laughs> sitting there in my underwear watching Iron Maiden DVDs. <laughs> well, it's a matter of national guy. security. Yeah, it's like way to use taxpayers' money there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, imagine. I mean, like. People can, or the government can hack anything, and then mm-hmm. if they have the stuff where they can just with thoughts, you know, they turn on and off. Thing. Yeah. So, and like I was saying earlier, they can, those earlier articles we did before about like monkeys' thoughts being able to control video games and mm-hmm. um, robot avatars. So now, I mean, we're just, you know, steps away from being able to not even have to use a mouse or or keystrokes to surf the web or to control drones yeah or avatar robot soldiers yeah the military could use this the general could implant all of these things mm-hmm. you know in his army and then he could control all those little devices and they just do whatever he wants yeah because they, kind of they now, don't but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like adding more technology yeah. but all these things that we keep talking about all this technology it's taking us it's taking out all the steps that remove us from machines and it's just like fusing everything together yeah people already act like machines though like yeah. this isn't really well we're not talking about asperger's mike we're talking about you know i, I don't act like <laughs> a machine it's not there are rules <laughs> i obviously show a wide range of anger emotion yes yeah yeah from mildly annoyed to raging <laughs> mad, you yeah. know. <laughs> so no, I don't have Asperger's. But my point is, is like people are already kind of going down the machine, just robotic. Yeah. What like anybody just do what, do what you're told kind of thing, you know. Got to do what you tell yeah. you. Yeah. Like we run the simple basic programs: ten, go to twenty, twenty, fart, thirty, repeat ten. What are you talking about? No, yeah. that's not <laughs> how it is. Okay. Well, so everyone better watch out for those things. I don't know if I would use one. Would you? Um, you know, I'd probably not at first, but I'm sure... Like once it's researched more, would you? Maybe. I mean, I'm sure like they'd come up with some really cool novel thing used for it. It'd be like really, really fun. Like just think about playing the guitar. Like walking start. in a spiral. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, like a lot of stuff is kind of crazy. Speaking of walking in a spiral, you kind of—I think you'd have that. to watch the video to kind of get that joke. Um, there's kind of like think of like how the like your Xbox Connect thing kind of works, where it can, um, you know, sense your movements. Sense your movements. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Basically, now they can do that, and they can to s- a certain extent. To a well, certain yeah, extent. I mean, yeah. it'll right. get better. Not, right, only get better as we go. Yeah, if I talk with my hands, all of a sudden this little hand comes on the screen, starts fucking with everything. So, <laughs> yeah. It's learning. So, like, if it's you a, were deaf and did sign language, it wouldn't work for the connect. Like, you wouldn't. No, it's it no. doesn't sign. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, like that guy at the funeral. Oh yeah. Uh, what was that what? Uh, Manda, Man, Oh what, yeah. Nelson yeah. Mandela. Mandela's funeral. Yeah. Yeah. The, the dude just kept signing like smoke a cigarette over <laughs> and over and over again. <laughs> His sign language that was so Ultimate. bad. Yeah. Oh man. So anyways, like if you can imagine he, the way he like, owned that dude, he was all about it. He was I just like, it. fuck he, it. He smoke some ground. cigarettes. <laughs> You're going to die anyway. Just like this guy. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, if you can imagine the way like the Xbox connecting works. Imagine if it could like see through walls and and see and register your, your movements like through walls behind furniture. Yeah, as you're moving, is it like, going to not watch standing. me take a shower? Because I think it, it's it could hot. do that. It sure would want to. Only if That's you use your mind to turn it on. That's right. If you shower I, I it within an exoskeleton, it's kind of hot. <laughs> do all kinds of things. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I'm into this. So, but it Xbox, can, watch me shower. Jeez. <laughs> it turns itself off. You can, it's like, goodbye, Michael. <laughs> so this technology that we're talking about, it could track your movements if you're in different rooms or if you're moving throughout the house. Like the big thing right now is you have to stand in front of like the sensor bar on the Wii or whatever the Kinect version of that is. Because I don't really yeah. use it. Okay. Yeah. So you have to be like right in front of it for right. all this stuff. but. And you could be like staring at a wall in the other room and playing Xbox. <laughs> I you would know? love to stare at a wall while I'm playing a video. <laughs> Ooh, look at this. This is fun. <laughs> so this is going places. This, I'm sure Sony PlayStation is going to pick this up mm-hmm. real soon. Right. They, they have the PlayStation Eye, which kind of sort of is like the Kinect, but it's not. The Eye of from what I, I don't know. I'm not too familiar with what the PS4 has, but Me on neither. the PS3, they had the PlayStation Eye, which picked up your movements. But I think it was a little bit uh, like a little bit cruder than yeah. the Kinect. Like the Kinect's kind of the best one so far from what I can tell. I'm sure there's some fanboy out there that's going to put me in my place and that's sure. fine. Please do write in. Let me know <laughs> why I'm wrong. But yeah, no, the like the PlayStation kind of has it so right now, but they still haven't reached what Xbox is doing. Yeah. Um, so, so I mean, obviously, like you're not going to play video games in a different room. Uh, but but well, you, well, there's there's what? application for this technology, and it's leaning the military. What? No. <laughs> They can see through walls like, oh, oh hey, there's God. the bad guy in the other room. Just like shoot straight through right. the wall or, you know, well, so cops breaking through NSA, just looking straight through your walls because they don't need windows yeah. or anything like that anymore. No, but I was talking about like further I'll just on do the helicopter <laughs> <laughs> further on down the article. It was saying, you know, if you play a game where like in the game on the screen, you're hiding behind barricades and shooting at people oh, like you can yeah, act yeah. that out in your house. You know, instead of just like, you know how they did that movie gamer that was like that, where the dude was in the house and he was like, he was acting out what Gerald Butler was like actual person (laughs) was doing. So anyway, did you get a text message? No, 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 he didn't. Um, but yeah, they kind of already made a movie about that. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, but this this could actually be happening in real life, and it's called Y Track. I don't know if we said that yet. No, that's what this technology didn't. is yeah. called. But anyway, it wouldn't be like you're just standing in a different room and playing through the wall, you know, <laughs> because you could. Like it, it was saying that the technology will be able to sense your movements if you go around a corner in the video game. You could also go around a corner in your house, and you could basically like you could act out the game more than you do now. Like I remember with the Wii, Mike, when you and I got the Wii all the games that we played with it, um, eventually you realize that you could just like sit on the couch and move your arm, you know, and you're not really, it's not as interactive or physical as it's advertised. This could make you actually get up, you know, I'm going to say this is still going to fail on a video game sense. I'm going to say that it's probably on the reason why um, a couple of reviewers and one guy that I watch a lot, his name, zero punctuation actually. So if you haven't watched zero punctuation, go watch him. He's funny as hell. He points out what's wrong with like the Wii and the Kinect when you have games that are made for that kind of system where it's all motion control. Yeah. 
there's no physical response. Like you could be waving a sword, acting like you're waving a sword. You're not right. really fucking waving. There's a no sword. gravity. So it's an illusion. Yeah, like I remember <laughs> when my buddy first showed, like when the Wii first came out, the first Zelda came out, and we're sitting there swinging our fucking arm, like we're like slashing enemies no, with a sword. Then by the time out, like after an hour or two, we're just kind of lazily sitting on his couch, just kind of flicking. It will work because yeah. if if the technology progresses and they get to the point where when you're playing a game, you actually move around your house and move and hide behind things the same way, or like hit something. There are physical objects, and it'll read your movements, and you can yeah. Add but you still yeah, don't. But what happens have when like that. cats and dogs like jump into the living room? And I would like, assume oh, that what's going on. No, I would assume that it only tracks you, right? Because it learns to ignore other things. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like you, right. I think in the beginning you have to sort of program it to recognize you, mm-hmm. just like you create an yeah. account with other consoles. Well, again, like uh, unless you have the props there that give you some sort of physical feedback, you do. Like if yeah. you if the game actually knows. If the device can recognize that you're running, like you're supposed to run in the game and you run in your house, then you will be running. Your feet will be hitting the ground. You'll be having a little bit of wind resistance. If you duck down behind something and you like touch the wall or like look over the couch, your hand's going to touch the couch. And I mean, right. you have to use a little bit of a little bit. And this, this kind of imagination. This kind of creates a little bit more of that. But <laughs> imagination. Um, but here's the thing. Take your you know, one of the most popular games out right now, the, the like the Call of Duty Battlefield type of game, the standard military shooter. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like pointing a gun and shooting it, you don't have that physical feedback. You don't yeah. have that physical response, and that's yeah. where you have a real gun in your but house. The, but any kind of like any like does it come with a prop that allows you to feel that? Like you know, I'm like, sure they could. Like most controllers that you have mm-hmm. have like a vibration thing on it so like if you get hit in the game your controller vibrates to let mm-hmm. you know like that that's physical feedback yeah with all this motion control you just don't have that and th- these games usually end up failing because it's like okay this isn't so people miss their vibrators no dude i mean <laughs> if you want to use a controller as a vibrator <laughs> knock yourself the fuck out but well, you could too. that's the thing it's like there's really at the end yeah, of the so day that's why <laughs> that's why but at the end of the day, that's why like the new Wii is failing and all that stuff like that. Like it just turned out to be somewhat of a gimmick. Yeah. It didn't really okay. Well, like the the real gamer, like the not I wouldn't say hardcore gamer, but the real gamer is still going to prefer a controller. Okay, that's because they don't like getting off their asses. No, that's Sorry. not the reason at yeah, all. I just is. explained to you what it is, dude. I know plenty of gamers who are plenty active. That's right. such a stupid fucking stereotype. Okay, well apparently we've yeah. got a sensitive area here. You know, I mean. <laughs> Like that's so dumb. But the point is, is that until they find a way to make you have like, like maybe even you wear a suit, like kind of like a VR suit almost, like an exoskeleton, yeah, or something like that, where like if you grab a hold of something, like the sensor, like you have a glove on, and the glove makes it feel like you're actually holding something, like it applies pressure to the palm of your hand. They got those, yeah, but they haven't applied that to things like this yet. So therefore, give it a couple years. Like they need to take that and merge it with this and therefore I think that would make this way fucking better but like, as it is right now it's just still a gimmick remember remember the power glove that sucked <laughs> <laughs> no one liked the power that was, glove it was like 30 years ago yeah it still fucking sucked it didn't work <laughs> right dude I never got to use one it was no, never cool enough like, to, to have one yeah no they are not fucking rad at all they're like okay, the well, biggest piece of junk ever um 
like how Nina's just like, oh, I'm done with video games next No, I'm, I'm really looking at the rest of this article because we did forget to mention that, you know, I think they talk about video games in the beginning of the article to grab your attention because that's what popular culture mm-hmm. wants. But it also talks about things like if an elderly person has this, you know, and they fall like that kind of thing. Then Xbox knows. If so the fall, system's ability to track motion through obstructions could also make it particularly useful for tracking elderly patients at high risk of falling. So um, right now, people have to use have to wear sensors or install cameras in their house, you know, mm-hmm. in order to catch them. But so WeTrack can detect falls, and I mean, I guess I'm assuming it could tell whoever like goes to help them where the person is or something, or like maybe it's hooked up to like a 911. I don't know what, but there's other applications for it besides just playing games for fun. So, cool. So there you go. I wouldn't use it for anything but Call of Duty. <laughs> well. okay. Um, so. kind of along the lines of like 3D printing and all the crazy printing stuff that's going on. They they were able to take cells from a, a retina and actually use those cells they extracted as ink, um, and um. Eye ink, like really, uh, yeah, eye ink, ink. And, yeah, and they and then, print a retina or yeah, retinal pattern. Yeah, and they, yeah, they've been able to like kind of reconstruct a little bit of the retina. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like there's certain cells in the eye that they're still trying to to see if they can like reproduce them and grow them. But um, <clears throat> there's been a few other um, instances where like they are able to. They print like a new bladder, yeah, like three yeah, D printing a bladder, mm-hmm. and um, I think like this combined with like stem cell stuff, being able to kind of just like re reconstruct and print just like new tissue and new organs um, from scratch, basically. And obviously, the application would be like if you had someone who was blind and all they needed was you know an organ that worked correctly or like mm-hmm. a part of the eye that worked correctly it's not quite there yet the article says but obviously it's along the same lines yeah we're getting there so that's pretty cool mm-hmm. plus there's a really bad jessica alba movie about that oh right yeah is it there's called i or the, the eye. eye yeah, yeah. Oh, really she gets yeah. a I'm so out of it she gets an eye transplant <laughs> From um, who was who gave her the eyes? Like some some dead person, some dude, thing. and she started seeing ghosts because she had the oh, eyes. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, so you could print eyes. There you go. Rad. <laughs> so along those same lines, mm-hmm. there is a new technique for telescopes that allows imaging of binary stars. And it could soon image exoplanets. So Reno and I had to look up a couple terms in here because we didn't know what they were. But basically, they've developed a new instrument that combines two high-resolution telescope techniques, adaptive optics and interferometry. Interferometry. Yeah, interferometry. Uh, yeah, that. that. Yeah, that's okay. Pretty good, right. yeah. yeah, nice. Okay. So adaptive... <laughs> Adaptive optics are what allows you to see around atmospheric distortion, right? That's what that one was. Right, like uh, stars seem to twinkle because mm-hmm. of all the air in the way. And yeah. So, so it takes the magic out of science, basically, is what yeah, it does. Yeah, it takes yeah. 
takes the magic right out of the air. Takes the twinkle out of your <laughs> 3D printed eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and then interferometry, mm-hmm. imagination, is where you use several different electromagnetic waves to see something better. Like you... Those are more like, like if you have like like uh, overlapping several images yeah. of the same thing and then uh, um, resolving the discrepancies to see. Right. right, like the more photographs you have of mm-hmm. the same object, the better you can tell what it is. Mm-hmm. It fills in all the details, I guess. Yeah. So apparently they've never combined these things before, I guess, at least successfully. Um, but now... What? They have, for the first time, distinguished and studied the individual stars in a nearby binary star system. So basically, that means that the telescope could find planets that haven't been found in the past. Like, so right now with the telescopes people use, it's hard to tell the stars from the planets, like in certain areas. I mean, it's hard to tell, like, where the... It's hard to find them. Yeah, it's hard to find the planets. One of the things they said is, like, uh, the glare from the stars. Mm-hmm can make it hard to see the planets and obviously the stars are way bigger than the planets. So do you think that the telescope has like anti-glare lenses on it at night? Yeah. So when it drove down the street, it wouldn't like... When it's raining. <laughs> right. Yeah. When there's high beams even. Yeah. It could be a quasar blasting right at it. Oh it my God. That's, that's the power of adaptive optics and interferometry. For all you guys that know the position of the, the planets. Best, by and, the way. Yeah. And this is the only one, so screw you. I'm having it. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, um, so like the, those two stars in the um, sorry, what was it? Binary system uh, Capella. Oh, mm-hmm. So the two stars orbit each other at about the distance of um, Venus from the Sun. Wait, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Where is Venus in the Venus, lineup of planets? Venus is the second planet from the Sun. Okay. So that's pretty close, and since this is forty-three light years away, you could imagine. Um, well, yeah, you could try to imagine. 43 light years away, those two stars are really, really, really freaking close to each other. So with the combining of these two um, telescope techniques, they're actually able to distinguish that there are two stars. Mm-hmm. And then they should be able to be able to um, see exoplanets um, in higher resolution or be able to identify them a bit easier um, using combining these two techniques. So that's pretty exciting because that's kind of really big in the news these days. Yeah. Finding all these planets outside our solar system and finding Earth-like planets that aren't too far away. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And speaking of scientific discoveries. Oh my gosh. This one <laughs> has been hiding all along. So, so I talked about the telescope. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk. You talk. This is pretty big news. Um, uh, a couple weeks ago, they discovered that there is a second code or like a second language within DNA. So for the past like 40 years or so, I've been looking at all the different combinations of uh, codons, I think they're called. Mm-hmm. And um, they, um, we found that, you know, with these... Um, different patterns of codons in the DNA. It instructs how, um, what was it about proteins? Can you scroll down a little? Oh, right. So one of them, yeah. some codons, which are called 
Oh, that's not it. Never mind. But one of them is um, uh, the one that we've always known about for the past 40 years is how um, how proteins are made. And now, um, do, 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 do. yeah, now there's a second language kind of written right underneath it that um, instructs how cell, uh, the cell and how genes are controlled. So this, this seems like a really, really big discovery. And so, I mean, with all the genetic um, advancement that's um, happened in the mm-hmm. re- just the recent 10, 20, 30 years, we've only been catching half of it. That's crazy because there has been a lot of development on that and people have been doing a lot of things with it. But yeah, it, I think the biggest, the most important part about this news is that it's been there all along and we never knew. Right. <laughs> you know? But it doesn't really matter because it's all a hologram. So. That's right. Yeah. Things overlaying each other, like superimposing electromagnetic waves and DNA on top of itself. Right. 3D illusions. <laughs> All kinds of things. Just in time for the end of the year. Yep. Right. <laughs> so, but I guess um, one of the things about this DNA discovery is this part right here. So the fact that the genetic code can simultaneously write two kinds of information means that many DNA changes that appear to alter protein sequences may actually cause disease by disrupting gene control programs or even both mechanisms simultaneously. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I know. So now I guess maybe now that they know the second language exists, they can study how diseases form better. If they're bilingual. Yeah, right. Well, you know. They'll have to work on their drumming and percussion (laughs) if they want (laughs) to learn better. But maybe that'll help figure all this stuff out. So... There's a new and reversible cause of aging people have discovered. Um, and it's a naturally produced compound in cells called NAD rewinds aspects of age-related demise in mice. It's always mice that are studied yeah. first. It's lucky mice. I know. <laughs> Researchers have discovered a cause of aging in mammals that may be reversible. And it's a series of molecular events that enable communication inside cells between the nucleus and mitochondria. So the best um, analogy in this article is they were saying that as you get older, communication between everything in your body um, breaks down and aging accelerates as that breaks down because your cells aren't being instructed to, I don't know, like rebuild, I guess. Like you don't have, they're not doing their jobs as well. And so the analogy they made was it's kind of like being married for a long time communication <laughs> breaks down <laughs> and then like everything goes to goes to hell i guess um but in this experiment people figured out how to sort of restore communication and Therapy. saw a counselor right they saw a family counselor marriage and family counselor so we just need cellular mitochondrial need cellular and mitochondrial counselors, counselors. yeah mm-hmm. and then we'll be fine So in this experiment, they had to administer a molecule naturally produced by the human body and they restored communication network in older mice. Hmm. Um, yeah, it was how long, scroll down a little bit, um, after administering this naturally occurring compound, uh, keep on going, they were able to like reverse um, the mice's age. And it'd be the, it was like the equivalent of being like 60 years old and being able to reverse yourself back to like a 20 year old body 
It's a matter in a matter of days or, or weeks of um, administering crazy. that compound. I guess mice must really age really fast. I know. Because I think it's like a two or three year old rat. <coughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it must have been three years, three years old or mm-hmm. something. Reverse it to like one year old or something like that. So. So there's a lot of technical um, sort of biological vocabulary in this article and we'll put it on our blog and you guys can check it out and read it and maybe some of you out there will understand it better than us. But the basic point is they found this compound that, I don't know, if you apply it the right way, it can teach your cells and mitochondria to communicate with each other again and reverse the aging process. I'm not, and I'm not a big fan of this kind of stuff because what kind of stuff of like reversing the aging process and like living forever. But you do yoga; that's like the same shit. No, (laughs) no, no. Why aren't you a big fan of it? Because I don't think people should live to be 300 years old or forever. But because there'll be too many of us. There's already too many of us. Right. So. You know, and in a few generations, maybe we will start living to be 200 or 300. And then we're going to have like 10 billion, 11 billion, 12 billion people. Yeah. And you have these, I mean, what the hell do you do with people that are 200 years old and they're acting like they're 20 years old again? And they can have new eyes printed. Sounds like the story that I'm writing right now. Oh, hmm. Mm. Yes. Yes, it does, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, okay. You're right. I think a lot of people, if they had access to the if this ends up working well and everybody could do it i think a lot of people would abuse it and then that's the thing too is like not everyone will get to use it right who's going to get it first like very affluent and paris hilton paris hilton yeah god right exactly so like the rich douchebags not all rich people are douchebags but the rich douchebags yeah and the political elite and people with connections Mm -hmm. they'll live like forever and be long live long and healthy while the other like four or five billion of us like suffer in misery so well i guess i was looking at it more positively and just like (laughs) 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 that's all gone now (laughs) no i i really think it's interesting that people are finding stuff like this just like the dna language written underneath the other one like it's this is something that your body naturally produces Mm -hmm. and it could have this kind of effect it makes sense that it would be there i guess and it's interesting that we found it but i didn't think you know people would take advantage of it and live to be forever like i think it it would more do that no i'm just saying like (laughs) when i first read it i was like oh that means that let's say you know um like you want your kids to meet their grandparents or something like that. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, like, like things cool. like that. Like the sort of like simple, like I don't think people should live to be 200. I think that even if you could get your body to cooperate, there'd be some psychological problem with doing yeah. that. And yeah. So, I mean, you're right. Like I just didn't consider that part of it. Like lots of Paris Hilton's being 500. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah. I mean, who's going to be like, you know, on their deathbed and be like, Hey, you know what? We could, we could, you know, keep you alive by printing you a new liver and we could, you know, replace your heart and yeah. get some new eyes and we can just fuck, we can just reverse the whole aging process. You want to be 30 again? And who's going to say no to that? Yeah, that's true. So then everyone's going to live forever. And well, not everyone. Not everyone. You're like right. you just, said, like one of the douchebags. Douche <laughs> I think people have the options, but I don't know if people should really have the option. Well, you know what? People do have the option of growing a hand on their foot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you say growing a hand, it didn't just sprout out of his of his leg. Well, I don't know. I can make my body do that. <laughs> okay, so coming out of China, this is real, you guys. This is awesome. So this guy, 
um, somehow like his arm got crushed uh, and um, they you can take a, a severed foot or a hand or a finger and you can reattach it with um, a fairly good success but it has to be done quickly mm-hmm. um, you can ice it and that keeps it you know fresh for a little while but really you don't have much time to, to reconnect it so this guy's arms gets uh, uh, arm got crushed they saved the hand but it's going to take a long time for him to um, repair his arm with surgeries and stuff so what do they do with the hand they grafted it onto his, his ankle leg, onto his yeah. ankle and you know connected arteries and i'm assuming some nerves Mm-hmm. And they kept his hand alive on his ankle while over days or weeks they um, worked on his arm. Yeah. And then um, reattached his hand back onto the end of his arm eventually. Which makes a lot of sense because why put it in ice and try to operate and do complex surgeries within an hour when you can mm-hmm. just attach a hand to your ankle and off mm-hmm. you go. So. Yeah must have been really careful like walking around you like know sometimes you kind of like trip over your own shoelace yeah how did he wear shoes did he wear shoes or did he wear a shoe with the glove attached to it loafers i don't know (laughs) (laughs) like slip-ons he ties his own shoes really easily (laughs) (laughs) he could cut his toenails really easily if it was a chick she could paint her nails really easily yeah well actually from the photograph it looks like the hand is sort of facing um the opposite from the toes so his Sasha's wrist heel really well right his wrist is attached to like right above his ankle um so it's more on his shin no no, no like it's, on the it's backside, yeah like on his calf. so picture his foot like pointing up towards the ceiling and his hand could be underneath folded yeah okay yeah i mean basically he'd always have to keep his foot turned towards the side <laughs> unless he wanted to like i don't know <laughs> So I wonder if, like, you know how sometimes your your legs and your feet fall asleep? Do you think his hand must have fallen asleep <laughs> at the same time? Like, if Pins his leg ever t- all the time <laughs> fall asleep, because it's connected, like the nerves and the and the arteries and the blood system. Yeah. Are I mean, he didn't have control of his hand while it was grafted onto his calf. No, it's right, just, it's just there. Do you think his brain knew that the hand was there instead of somewhere else, or did he have like, <laughs> like phantom, phantom limb disease or syndrome? But then also it knew that it was down by his ankle. <laughs> like three hands. I don't know what the fuck to do. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Not as crazy <laughs> as a girl growing a new face on her chest. Oh, by the way, the, the guy with the hand attached to his ankle, he had his arm crushed in a work related incident. Of course. Which is work. interesting. I know, right? Yeah. Major workman's comp and new technology at the same time. <laughs> so, this other article that's um, directly connected to that one we just talked about. There was a teenage girl in China who grew a new face on her chest, and she was a burn victim, right? Mm-hmm. If I remember right, let's see. She was 17, and she was from a small fishing town in China's Fujian province. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying that right. She, she got burned in a fire when she was only five, so she had a lot of time of being disfigured, basically. But um, when that happened, her parents couldn't afford any sort of treatment or surgery or anything like that. So she... Um, was sort of forced to wait with all this like horrible scar tissue. And that also meant that she couldn't have taken advantage of skin grafts because, you know, I don't know how that works. I mean, they couldn't have done it. Piece together like a leather face <laughs> for her. <laughs> Did she run around with a chainsaw? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have, they couldn't heal her right away. They couldn't operate. And so therefore she missed the window, I guess, that 
skin grafts would cooperate within. But she was missing a chin, eyelids, and a portion of her right ear. So in 2012... So she could have starred on The Goonies. She could have. <laughs> guys. Hey, and you guys. So oh, man, we're going to hell. Nobody... Mm. In this article, it doesn't mention like how she suddenly got the money for this. But in 2012, <laughs> doctors said that they could use blood vessel fascia fascia you knew that pretty fast like fascism but not <laughs> no not like fascism <laughs> no, I know, but that's how it's pronounced <laughs> yeah okay so is that just like a blood network vessel fascism. <laughs> is that like a network of blood vessels basically what is that fascia or is that the tissue fascia is yeah like um tissue connective tissue okay all right so they could use blood vessel fascia from her leg in order to grow enough skin needed for her face and i guess they there wasn't enough space to grow it on her like they had to grow it on her chest right yeah. i mean that's why they didn't put it on her leg so they put a balloon in her chest so that it could expand and stretch as the skin grew cuz you know your face is your face isn't flat it's right. round i guess that's why they did that and it took several months for all the skin to grow um and the doctors to make sure that the skin would work when it was transplanted and everything else but um after an 8 hour long surgery she got her face reconstructed and her new skin was attached and there was lots of swelling, of course, and that's what you'll see in the photos when we put it on our blog. But um, as the swelling goes down, the scars should minimize. Yeah. I mean, you can imagine what her old face looked like because like, her new face like ain't... It's, it's, well, she's going to have a hard time. The interesting I mean, there's not a lot of women in China with their birth policy and everything. I mean, she's still going to have a really hard time. Yeah, why did they save her at all? I mean, come on. <laughs> Jeez. So, well, but the interesting thing is she got those burns when she was five. Mm -hmm. And then when they reconstructed her face, they had to do it for a 17 year old. Like, I wonder, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, because of all the scar tissue and everything, like she must look completely different than she might have grown up to look otherwise. Oh, yeah. I fucking hope so. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> no. trying to analyze this. Yeah. God, you know. I think it's just freaking crazy that they grew a face on her chest yeah that's, that's interesting kind of freaky but do you think well they didn't grow a face they grew the skin right yeah but so it's face skin though they didn't grow like eyeballs and nostrils <laughs> and you know face skin they could have printed her some new eyeballs they probably, could have yeah. i wonder if they did no probably i mean not. she just needed the eyelid yeah maybe just they the eyelid just to cover up those hideous eyes <laughs> <laughs> her eyes aren't hideous you guys yeah she's beautiful in her own way on, on the inside yeah, like yeah. where the balloon is. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. I hope she's not listening to this. Uh, I hope so. Oh, my God. Yeah. She can't speak English. Fuck it. Anyway. <laughs> There's so, more English-speaking people in China than there is in America. That makes sense. Isn't that kind of crazy? Well, now that DNA I is bilingual, back. I don't know. I mean, yeah. anyone <laughs> can speak anything now. <laughs> Um, no, so any of this really, really matters. it's all a hologram. Really? That's yeah, because right. there's like 1.1, 1.2 billion. Oh, and they well, all have like to learn English. Right. But and if you do the ratio, like... Oh, yeah, ratio. Yeah, ratio. But lies. this yeah. is language, not math. Right. Yeah. You hating on math now? No, not no surprised. way, Jose. <laughs> that was language right there. I don't know. <laughs> so speaking of language, it says also, because, you know, she was missing her chin and everything else. That must have made it hard to talk, and there's all kinds of scar tissue. So you use your chin a lot to talk. I use my chin to talk. Okay. <laughs> the doctors who operated on her are confident that she'll be able to express herself more completely than ever before, 
as she'll be able to smile for the first time since she was five years old. I thought that part was... That's pretty sweet. Oh, Yeah. She is beautiful on the inside. She is. Now she has something to smile about. Yeah. She grew her face on her chest. She probably and doesn't smile at all because she knows she can't. So she's just going to be all like stone teach face. Her to, you have to teach her, her to smile. Yeah, that would be a good book name. She gets her teach new face. She gets her <laughs> new face her, and like she's just like, whatever. <laughs> and eventually she might even be able to blush. That's also interesting. Yeah, like some guy's going to flirt with her. <laughs> well, she'll blush when people like yell at her from the side of the road. Such assholes. <laughs> you know, there's a John Travolta movie that, and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> what? Face off. Oh, yeah. Where they traded faces. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't think they had to grow it on the chest. I mean, it would have been pretty hairy if it was Nicolas yeah. Cage's. Yeah, hairy situation. Nicolas Cage's he face growing like on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> you come out looking like Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. that'd be freaky. That's true. So, and, I think that and on that note, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage growing on your chest. <laughs> right. it's a good place to end it. 2013. That's right. So happy, happy New Year, everybody. Well, this, this is icon- like I, his I'm most trying to iconic. do my send off here. You just started a whole new conversation yeah. over there. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the most iconic so line he had in this podcast. Face producer means director. Off. Face <laughs> off. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Peach. <laughs> I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> uh, this has been Six Degrees of Rumination with Nina Boyd. Reno Gorman. And Mike Boyd. Good night. Good night, everybody.